Welcome to another episode of PTG TV. This is your host, Antonio Hicks, a.k.a. Escaping the Matrix. In this week's episode of The Road to Black Economic Development, we're going to talk about positioning yourself for greatness during the pandemic. Joining me back on this episode is my co-host, Tamika Day. Hurrah, Tamika Day. We missed her on the last episode. Glad to have her back. So when we look at how this pandemic has affected individuals' household, it really has affected some of us that were comfortable and complacent in our jobs and in our lives because a lot of us live like that. You know, that's what we used to growing up as. Go to work, go to school, do that nine to five, get back home and then try to take care of business at home. But with the unemployment rate expected to hit nearly 20%, with 20.5 million jobs lost in April and millions more in May with the data coming out soon, it's letting us know that a lot of the jobs we went to school for and we prepared for are not even safe. So how could you or I have positioned ourselves to survive a storm such as this and or what are the steps going forward? Yes, we've added more jobs back at, at what cost though? And is the industry you work in one of the sectors adding in those particular new jobs? We've seen jobs added in back in for leisure hospitality or construction because there's a lot of development taking place education and health services, retail and trade, because that's those essential workers that weren't essential prior to uh, COVID, but they're essential now. Financial activities, other services, manufacturing, professional and business services, et cetera, et cetera. Now, where are the jobs that we are losing? We lost a lot of jobs in government because a lot of government officials of policy, people had to come out and pay for, of course, the pandemic and testing and whatnot. So we blew a big portion of our budget preparing us for this pandemic and still trying to survive this pandemic. We lost jobs in information, mining and lodging, and transportation and warehousing. But see, most of the new jobs that's coming out, that, that are available right now, barely pay cost of living, while a number of them that pay well only added in a small overall percentage with the loss of work in those particular sectors being in the millions. But some corporations laid off millions and millions of jobs, and we added in certain sectors like 122,000. So, you know, if you got one of those particular jobs, that's great, but we still got millions more that's unemployed. So what's the plan and, and what can you tackle to help in mitigating your loss? Because I understand that people aren't working, they don't have money to spend, and those companies aren't making money. But I've seen where even those companies not making money are also paying out millions to executives. Therefore, that should be a clear reminder that if you're a worker bee, you aren't important to those that's, that's working up top. Sorry about that. So let's say joining this discussion now, I'm going to introduce in Tamika Day so she can tell us what she's been up to and, and welcome her back again for the Road to Black Economic Development. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me again. So what have I been up to during this pandemic and trying to survive um, work-life balance with family and home life and continuously um, growing my business and co-hosting with you on your podcast? Um, I'm constantly reading. Um, that's one of the big keys. I'm being consistent. So just because um, the world seems like it's flipped upside down every other week, there's different numbers, there's different, um, what are we going to do? There's so much going on in the world. How do you stay focused and focus on those things that Antonio just mentioned? How do you focus on you? So today's episode, we're going to really talk about um, job loss, but how do you um, become stronger through this crisis? How do you build professional development, personal development in order to um, survive um, the pandemic? 
So as talented as Tamika is, and one of the things we talk about, Tamika is always throwing knowledge my way. Cause like I say, she unbeknownst to her, still kind of mentors me, especially when it comes into like politics. Cause she's a little bit more active than, than I, I was more. I'm a little bit active now, but still not as much as she is. So some of the topics she did bring up, like what are some of the things we can do to better prepare ourselves? So online classes. So let's, let's touch on that. So why would somebody start taking online classes. And I have noticed, I will say this, I'm an IT guy, so those that don't know who I am, my education and my experiences at IT, my profession, I'm a network security engineer, but I currently work in a lab environment doing R&D for 5G technologies. And all those out there that's going by this whole 5G is the one of COVID, please stop, stop. It is my sector, I work in it. 5G is not causing COVID-19. It's, it's just not one of those things. And we still, we still do not have enough cell towers deployed with 5G technology in there. But going back on to- going back on topic, online learning. So I have noticed a lot of the online classes out there are free now. So is that an indicator on what uh, the sector is telling us what we should be doing? In your right. opinion? So let me give you the difference in what he's mentioning. Let's talk about whether or not we're doing it for college and career advancement or we doing it for personal and professional development. So when we're talking about online courses, there are some courses where colleges now are taking their entire platform, which was known as going to school every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now those platforms had to move directly online. So in my professional world, I am an admissions counselor for a major um, university. So I help people um, as well as outside in my own business, but I help those um, who want to go back to school who really don't know exactly what they want to major in, or I deal with working adults who may have been in school 10 or 15 years ago. Now we are seeing an increase in people wanting to go back to school. So let's talk about traditional college and then let's, let's talk about personal and professional development. So when you're thinking of traditional college, now people are going back to school who, for whatever reason, kids, job, family, they had to take care of an elderly spouse or I mean, an elderly parent, or they may have had to take care of a spouse or a sick child, and just maybe they've gotten sick themselves or they lost their job and they found a new job, but now it's not flexible for school. So we're finding that a lot of adults I mean, we we think about adults, we're thinking about 25 and older, are going back to finish degrees that they might have started at 18, 19, but because life happened, they Mm -hmm. wasn't able to continue school. So that's one population. So right now, almost every college is pushing their online programs and online portals. So while you're at home and you're not engaging in school, you're not ripping and running, places are closed, you're not going shopping, you're not going to the malls, all those things that was keeping you from maybe pursuing or finishing your degree, it may be time to start looking into some online learning opportunities Mm -hmm. in order for you to complete your degree. So that's one phase of college and online courses that I'm seeing growth and our numbers are truly growing up at the place where I work at. So um, plenty of people are deciding to say, hey, you know what? I started out and now based off their job, we have a lot of people that we're seeing what they started to major in when they were 18 and 19. Now they may have a job in a completely different field. So 
after 20 years, now they want to start taking courses in something else. So looking at working adult programs, um, adult learner programs, those are sometimes the language barriers that people don't even know what they're looking for. So these courses are online or if they are at the university, they're normally from five to 10 o'clock at night so that they can reach that particular population of students. Yes, hashtag Cobalt. <laughs> so all the people that started off in development, I started off on Cobalt when on the Commodore 64. And that was the lost language because we migrated over into what, C++, C Sharp, everybody's doing Perl now. Perl is really popular with data mining and, and security. But now we understand the uh, government being as behind as they are, they need more programmers that, that know how to use COBOL. So now people having to go back and take online classes for refreshers and now some of the, the younger generation that even haven't even ever touched it or seen it are going back to utilize those online classes to give them a new skill that's in demand right now because COBOL is really in demand right now. And I think that's a good thing to point out because, I mean, like in the last episode, we talked about, you know, pandemic is bad and I'm sorry for those who lost their lives, who've been affected by it, whether you lost a life or not, you've just been affected by the job loss or just the whole economic downturn or you have family members that suffer from it. But the blessing about it is the stillness that comes along with it. And because of that stillness, you can, like, these are the things that you can use to redevelop yourself because some of those online classes, they're free. Like some of the major universities, like Tamika is saying, they're offering virtual classes now. So you can go to school. You can close enough of those. Man, people, yeah, they, nah, they have to go for the, the, the new English version. They, they can't go because it's hard for, people, hard for people to understand. So for me, I found that that was something that came easy to me. I can look at something and I can read through law. So I think I might go back to school and get a degree in law. But uh, read through this stuff easily. So I challenged myself, okay, how can I further take my knowledge with doing community service work, doing IT stuff and benefit my community? You know what, let me run for office. So I ran for office. So I'm like, okay, well, this election cycle didn't go too good for me, but I learned a lot. What else can I do to get involved in the community? I'm gonna reach out even more with this podcast to talk about things I'm really passionate about, which is politics, technology, and gaming, how it changes and affects is made within the community, how it can better benefit the community and to get my voice out there even further until the next election cycle. And upon doing this, okay, what other things can I do to branch out from this podcast? Okay, then I can get something else going on the side to help out with uh, early voting. It's one of the plans we have working on with my, my own personal team is to get people out for um, early voting election cycle. So a lot of these things that, had I not taken that first step to say, I'm gonna go for office, none of these things probably would even be present right now. So you have to get out there and challenge yourself. So these are some of the things we're telling you that can help you out to survive any pandemic that comes up, any economic downturn that may come up, how you can survive during that time frame and learning to how to change yourself up and flow with it. A lot of things to learn from martial arts, one thing you can do now, learn some martial arts because <laughs> they do help with creative thinking. And one of the things they'll tell you to do is to be fluid. Always be fluid. And that's to learn how to adapt within the environment itself and not just be so hard and stern because if you're hard and stern, you can break easily. 
but it's just like water. If you punch water, what does water do? Water goes around the object that's coming into it and it learns how to adapt along with it. So even during this, this pandemic, learn how to adapt with the pandemic and the new cycle of work that's out there. And in doing so, it will help benefit you to create yourself and find out who you are internally and make you something better. So I don't know if you want to touch on that, Tamika, or... I want to say that it starts with your mental mindset. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. It starts with your mental mindset. So you have to set your mind on something that you want to achieve. And during this downtime, a lot of people are struggling mentally. You know, I know on this episode, we wasn't going to talk about mental illness, but for some people, they're finding themselves in a state of depression. Yep. So if you don't have something to aspire to, if you don't have something to look forward to, if you don't wake up in the morning and set yourself on a schedule, even with being at home, and maybe you have your kids at home, we're going to do breakfast at 10. We're going to, we may not start at 630 like you used to, but you have to have some consistency. We're going to have breakfast at 10. We're going to do an activity at 11 because not everyone is working. There are right. a lot of people who's not working from home, who's laid off. But I did want to mention, there are some people who's making more money being laid off than they were making when they were working. Yep. So, you know, we still want to focus on being able to save, you know, but that quality family time, um, taking long walks, there are some things that you can do to help clear your mind. Um, because if you just think about all the negative that's happening around you, you may find find yourself slipping into a state of depression. But if you're constantly trying to grow yourself, grow your brand, um, figure out how you are going to get to the next level or how you're going to save money, how you're going to build, those things help to keep your mind going. So that's why I'm really big on taking classes, professional development, so that my mind is so busy that I don't have too much energy to spend on the negative, but it does not mean that I'm not thinking about it. And right, and before we close out, that I mean, let's touch on that too, because you have to get your mind in order in order for everybody else to see what your worth is. Because one thing people can pick up on is energy. So if your energy is off, and this is is you because you're dealing with all the stuff up today, which that's one thing I have to do with my son itself. Then you have to work on yourself and professionally grow yourself internally. So you can work on the external stuff and going off of walks. I mean, as you go off of walks, it will probably help spark a creative idea in your head. You may be walking past a business establishment, something that you love going to all the time. You might be like, hey, you know what? I know of a way I can do this online. I know of a way that I can take what they have. And then because I mean, that's a lot of things we do here in the U.S. We, we uh, rinse and repeat. We just add on top of it. So you might see something that somebody else is doing and think, okay, but I, mean, I can add another twist to it and do it for yourself. But you wouldn't know that until you get outside of the house and walk around and get some exercise or just get a breath of fresh air. You ain't got to get exercise. Just, just go out for a walk and, and see something different than what you're always surrounding yourself by. So we so let's, we're going to get ready to close it out. And as always, I'm going to give out Tamika the, uh, the closing marks. <laughs> Because she is the co-host, and we're going to have her coming back for more things. So, Tamika, tell us again how people can, they can get in touch with you, how to reach you, and some words of encouragement. Okay. You can find me on social media platforms at I am Tamika Day. That's T-A-M-I-K-A-D-A-Y. Also, or you can um, 
Look me up on the web. It's www.tamikaday.com. And I want to leave you with something nice and fun um, as we're getting ready to close out also on the weekend. I just want to say it's important to be prepared and it's never too early to start preparing. Keys to success, K-E-Y, keep educating yourself. I am Tamika Day. And thank you for having, well, thank her. I thank you for having, thank her for being on the show. And uh, for me, all those listening to this platform, I do stream, like I play games, I crack jokes and stuff. I, I stream on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, consistently at 10 o'clock. I may be late sometimes, depending on what I got going on. But Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch.tv, Escaping the Matrix. So, and then the things I want to leave you all with, you yourself, like we said last time, is a, is a brand. Remember that not only are you a brand, but as you represent yourself, you represent your family and you represent your kids. So continue to work upon yourself, find out who you are as a person. And if you do just that, no matter what storm comes through, because we're always going to have a storm come through, you'll be better prepared to have your own personal umbrella to shield you from the rain. And therefore, once you come out of it, not only will you come out of it experienced, you'll come out of it dry and better prepared for the next oncoming storm that comes through. So this is your host, Antonio Hicks, a.k.a. Escaping the Matrix. I want you all to stay safe out there because COVID-19 is real. I don't care what the rumors are and the conspiracy theories are, even if it's man-made, it still exists in the wild. So continue to protect yourself. Stay covered up. Y'all get out there. Love your families. Love yourselves. You stay blessed. Happy podcasting. pick a prestigious school now and they have virtual classes out there that for certification and for degrees and I remember the days when virtual classes first came out I mean what was it um was it 2000 2001 people were talking so much trash about people going to school oh my god you're not going to a real school because you're taking because it was so used to the brick and mortar stuff oh I gotta go to school I gotta sit here and deal with a professor I don't want to deal with but now it's what's popular I mean, this was really flowing. I mean, look at YouTube. Whenever you want to learn something, what do you do? You Google it and you go straight to YouTube. So it lets you know right there how important it is virtual learning is. So why not utilize this time that we have with the stillness and go back and learn a new skill? Classes are free. You can go to Udemy. Udemy always offering tons of classes for $9.99. So that leads off into the next portion of it. So you're going back to classes, but what does it move into? Professional development. So with online classes, you can use those classes to help professional development and develop yourself into what your future self should be looking like. So Tamika, you want to touch on that a little bit? So when you think about professional development, let's just take someone like yourself and we'll talk about me. So Mm -hmm. you're in the technology world. He loves technology. And since this is a technology show, uh, part of it is tech. My master's in education in IT in instructional technology. So I started out at Cambridge. Oh my God, I forget the date now. It's been so long ago, almost over, let's just say over 10 years ago. I won't tell my age. And I was doing instructional technology and I was so far ahead of my time in 2005 when I started back on this journey of master's in education, instructional technology, which during that time, it simply meant you was going to put a camera 
in the library. And when you go into the library, um, students would be able to watch on the screen what we know now as Zoom, webinars, WebEx, conferences, or um, instructional technology meant that you're going to work the PowerPoint or you're going to work the slides or, you know, the projector screen. So that was kind of all we thought about when you thought about instructional technology, the online portal and platforms were just sort of kind of being built and it was a new way of learning. So when I received my master's, I did six weeks at Cambridge. And remember I started in 2000 and actually it was 2004 when I started Mm -hmm. 2004. So we're talking about 16 years ago Mm -hmm. and I did six weeks in Cambridge in Boston and then I finished the rest of it online. So that's how long the online platform has even been around. And it's probably started before then, but that was kind of like the beginning of the evolution of it. Right. So we're doing all kind of different things now that you wasn't doing before. So I'm giving you a little bit of the background to tell you that it was just in the beginning phases. Now, right. as schools have realized they can reach people all across the world in the globe. I was living in Georgia, but I was attending school in Boston. Mm-hmm. So now you you can't, you don't limit the number of students that's in the building. So traditional classes, if you're at a large university, you may have a hundred students. When now online, you can end up still having a hundred to maybe a thousand students enrolled in a particular course if those courses are pre-recorded. Right. So thinking about your professional development let's talk about technology what field you just said you may have to go back and get some additional training right Mm -hmm. so currently in this climate let's google what professional development training should I be working on so that when my job either comes back or while I'm still working how can I position myself for a raise how can I position myself to exit this is a lot of times where we're going to find people who realize their passion and their calling and they're going to leave the jobs that they thought were so awesome and they're going to start looking for other um, work opportunities. So the first step that I want you to think about when you think about professional development, what is your strength? These are things that I teach as well. What's your strengths and weaknesses? What's your strengths professionally and what's your strengths personally? So let's start with you, Antonio. What would you say is your professional strength? Uh, for me, I'm a quick learner. Okay. One thing I can say I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself on, even if I come into a job to where I don't fully understand what it takes to get it done, I can learn real easily. Because what okay. I found is that, go ahead. And then what is your weakness? Uh, I'm an overthinker. So I'm very analytical. So you give me a task, it, I have to break it down to the most minuscule form. And sometimes it can be basic as, okay, I got to put some butter on this bread. Okay, what corner should I start to put this butter on the bread? Do I have an even spread on there? Okay, what's the, who's the person I'm giving this, this making this, this toast for, I'm putting this butter on, how much butter do they need? When you just tell yourself, man, just put some doggone butter on the bread. <laughs> and just give it to me. So yeah, I mean, those are good things. Know your strength and your weaknesses. Well, think about when you, and I'm sure many of us have had this project from elementary school, high school, even in college. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You're asking me? Yeah, no, just in general. But 
if you think about it, if you probably did that in the third grade, your mm-hmm. answer would be different, hopefully, than when you were in the 10th grade and now that you're an adult. Because as an adult, you may just say, someone who's not as analytical as you, they may say, get the bread. You're right. Put the peanut butter on one side, put peanut butter on the other side and push them together. You have just missed so much. So are you going to get a plate? Right. I'm very, so my strength is that I'm creative. I'm a very creative person um, I'm and I'm flexible. Those, and I take initiative, those are great strengths. But my weakness is I'm too detailed oriented. Mm-hmm. For some people that can be great, but I'm very detailed. So for me, I'm thinking, wash your hands first. Oh, uh, yeah. Get a plate. You need to get a knife. Yeah. Put the bread on the counter. Get the peanut butter. Twist the t- twist the top off the peanut butter. Take the knife in your right hand. Scoop mm-hmm. the knife. You give what I'm saying? Under yeah. the bread tie on the bread. Are you going to toast your bread or are you going to just use it cold? So those, so for me, I'm very detailed. So I will give you a three-page paper on peanut butter and jelly <laughs> where somebody else can give you two seconds of that same peanut butter and jelly. So knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are help you to decide what type of learner you are as well, whether or not you're a visual learner, whether or not you need to hear something, see something, or read something. Mm-hmm. So as you start to really think about professional development, the first thing you have to do is really self-reflect and say, what are my strengths? What is it that I'm really good at? You know, and what is it that my weak, what is my weaknesses? So as you start to think about your weaknesses during this time, I would say that's one of the areas where a lot of people need to look up courses, Google classes. Um, I love um, professionals, public speaking. That's something that I'm good at, but somebody else that may be a weakness. So you might want to look up how to um, start communicating better on the job. Yes. How to create a speech. I'm going to give you another example. Um, Professional development deals with resume writing. During this time, this may be time to update your resume. Have you put your current job on your resume? Because remember, when you submitted your resume, you didn't even have the job. Or the experience. Right, or the experience. So if you've been in a job for five or more years, let's look at the bullet points and let's think about what are some of the jobs or the task that you've been asked to do. So one of the pull up any website and just search your job title mm-hmm. and start looking to see, wow, how do you, how do you word it? How's the language being spoken? Because the way you write things is not necessarily the way you talk. Someone may ask you, oh, what do you do on your job? Oh, I counsel people on career growth and opportunity. Someone may say it like that. And then somebody else may say, oh, I answer the phone all day. Right. And, help people find their transcripts, right? <laughs> and that's something because you say that and then you actually start looking at, you look at the job description and the job description is meaty. It's like you didn't read a whole dictionary of what it is this job entails. But when you get in a job, you're like, what is this? I'm like, only thing I'm doing is like, in my case, or I'm just helping somebody on some computer stuff. So I mean, what is that? Why does it say this? And I'm only doing that. And it's like you said, because they're not being descriptive. So yeah, they would help out in understanding how to write their resume and how to make themselves look more professional, especially on the, on the LinkedIn profile. Or we think too small about ourselves. 
So are yeah. you, are you so let's say what is your job title on your job? Mine? Yes, what's your job? So I'm a lab engineer. My job title says I'm a lab engineer. Okay, you're a lab engineer. Mm-hmm. So if you look that up, I am pretty sure you're gonna get all types of tons of this. Yes. You know, and same thing with me. I'm an admissions counselor. That sounds okay, great. But if you really ask me what I do, <laughs> I help people make career decisions, right? But right. if you want to know what my everyday task is, I answer the phone, I return phone calls, I send emails, um, requesting information from students. So I think a lot of times it is all about how you say it mm-hmm. and how you really think of yourself. Because me, I'm always the CEO, right? So and for me, I'm the first line of defense sometimes when someone's calling in to the organization that I work for. So I am a representation of myself and I'm a representation of the company's brand. So it goes back to a few episodes when we talked about you being the brand. So one of the main things is once you recognize your strengths and your weaknesses, um, think about, are you looking for job security? Are you looking for an increase? Are you looking for professional growth? Just personally, um, someone may have not gotten their bachelor's degree and now they want to complete their bachelor's. Or do you, you know, you may want to get your master's degree. So those are just some of the things that I think we just need to have more conversation about. Also, writing things down, mm-hmm. setting a goal for yourself, um, personally and professionally. You know, where do I see myself in one year? How much money do I want to make? If we're going to talk about economic development, we have to talk about money again. Yes. And nobody wants to talk about money. How often does your job give raises? You know, are they matching your 401k? Can you do an additional 401k? Are you setting your own budget within your job? You know that in this position, there's no growth. So you might want to move around in the company that you work for in order to Um, be able to position yourself for a better position. Also, economic development. Let's talk about entrepreneurship. Yep. Out of this pandemic, a lot of people have find themselves becoming entrepreneurs. So what do you think about um, entrepreneurship um, during these times? I mean, I think it's a good thing. I mean, one of the things I was skeptical of is that you would think because of a pandemic and the job loss that we're seeing out there, that people don't have money to spend. That is incorrect in itself. People have a lot of money to spend and they have been spending their doggone money. So I stream, so anybody listening, I do stream on Twitch, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Escaping the Matrix for anybody that's on Twitch. I do games because this is a a tech thing too. But um, even on there, so they've been doing a lot of fundraisers for um, civil rights movements, uh, the LBGTQ uh, standouts and things, uh, even for um, the pandemic itself, people suffering and needing um, money for food and whatnot. So I've been seeing a lot of professional streamers out there doing fundraisers. And I'm like, who are going to give it to all this? And they set budgets for themselves for like $200,000, a quarter $500,000. And they have met every last one of those goals. And then when I look at technology. So when we talk about uh, technology, okay, what does it mean to start a podcast? What does it mean to start my own business? What does it mean to um, even get back into school? Okay, the equipment that I'm going to need. We did talk about this last episode. So the equipment I'm going to need to do just that. They are selling out everywhere from hard drives to GPUs, your gra- gra- graphics unit for your um, desktops and stuff. Uh, certain computers are selling out. 
uh, cameras are selling out. Anything that you use for streaming, all of those things are selling out. So I say that to say, depending on what business you start, because a lot of business now can be done virtually, money is out there to be made and people are investing in those businesses, meaning they are your customers ready for you to get your stores opened up virtually so they can buy from you. So I think it's a great thing. Well, let's talk about how you start a business with no money. Yes. Starting a business with no money. First of all, there's so many things that you can be doing at home. Let's just start from name searching. You need to research and search your name and decide what do you even want to name your business once you've decided what type of business you want to have. Then once you um, decide on your name, you need to decide whether or not it's going to be an S-Corp, an LLC, and that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times you can start the research of your business. And to me, that's a part of the business. You are business planning. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we get so caught up in whether or not we're making money off this business. We're like, I don't have a business because I'm not making money on the business. It's a lot of pre-planning for your business, your marketing, your logo. What do you even want your logo to look like? So yep. as those of you who are out here and you're thinking about entrepreneurship, there's a lot of steps and a lot of things that you could be utilizing this time for to do research and to put pen to paper so that when you get ready to launch this business, you are a step ahead. And I think that's where we kind of get stuck a lot of times and you may need a class you may need um, he he talked about Udemy U-D-E-M-Y that's one or Coursera you know I'm taking I'm I'm forever a nerd my logo is always a student so for me was one of my mottos one of my sayings so for me I'm taking two classes I'm taking a diversity and inclusion class in higher education and um, it's with the University of Michigan and also I'm taking a entrepreneurship Yes, Mm -hmm. class. And it's with Harvard. So Harvard offers some certificate programs. So you mentioned earlier um, that class is free. But if you want the certificate, it costs. So constantly I am building my skills and helping to build my resume. So that's what helps me with my business. So don't think about the things that we are giving this information out to you that we're not doing the same thing. So check into um, different opportunities that you need to seek out. I mean, and, and like we're talking about with your, you being a brand, you actually are a brand. And, that, and, and like I said, with uh, the stillness that's coming with that, how can you utilize the skills that you already have to sell yourself? So if you're on a job and let's say, I'm going to start off at the bottom level position that's out there. Let's say a secretary or somebody working in the help desk. Yo, I'm be real, be real street with you. Yes, yo, uh, those skills can be sold as as, cons- as in being a consultant. So if you know how to type, or you, if you can type really well, or you can create templates and stuff, I'm telling you, those things can be sold out. Because anytime you get ready to start a paper, so I'm one of those people where I can't start a paper, but I can finish it. So I need to go find out somewhere where somebody started it, so I can get my thoughts flowing. And then I can finish it afterwards. Just imagine if nobody ever put this stuff online. Just like when you want to get, like you say, you want to get a business started. Okay, even at the online courses, you might be good at developing and doing training, training development. That might be part of the job that you're doing right now. You can create an online learning platform, a template 
to sell to somebody to where they can take your template and just add in their own knowledge to that template. You're a help desk person. You like working on computers. We have a lot, I'm giving out some information too, because I, you know, I plan on doing this stuff too. So you have a lot of senior citizens out there that don't know how to use a computer. They're stuck in the, the, the homes right now because we still aren't allowing people to come out and visit them. But you can teach them how to use their smartphones so they can still see their grandbabies and they, see, they can see their children. So you can, and a lot of these parents, and man, my mom is one of them too, they want the latest and the greatest, but they don't know how to use them. They don't know how to FaceTime. They don't know what it means to go on a social media, but they want to get on social media because that's where all their other friends and other family members are at. So you can take those same basic skills that you consider to be meaningless to you and actually make money off of it. So that's identifying yourself as a brand and knowing your self-worth. And that's a good part. Another thing that's coming from this pandemic is knowing who your self-worth is. And like Tamika said, and one of the topics that she gave to me is like, you can use that to start up your own company. And then you have to determine, okay, well, how can I market myself? Do I use um, my own personal logo with my, my own image on there? Or do I just have the image and it represents the company as a whole? And then when you want to look at, okay, well, how are my communication skills? They have classes out there that you can work on your communication skills. Like I, I've done Franklin Covey. I did um, Toastmasters. And I've been taking a lot of other like online learning courses. And of course, I had to go through because I was in management too for eight years. So I had to learn about leadership and development. And it helps put you in front of individuals to where you can talk and you can come up with a story. Because it's always about telling a story. Because you yourself are a story that needs to be told. And how do you present it and how do you break it up in topics? And like in this case, how do you stay on task, but still get people to buy into the discussion that you're having? So I also want people to think about with professional development, um, read about what you want to improve. You know, how often are you reading? Read about what you want to improve. Find a mentor. This is a good time to really find a mentor for your next step, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's going back to school or college, whether it's looking for a course, whether it's downsizing in a new home, you know, so many things are happening. People are moving. I have several friends in HR who they are finding a lot of people are missing their families. Yes. They're looking to move. So find a mentor and also push yourself, challenge yourself to maybe do something that you've never thought about doing. I'm finishing writing your book. I hired a ghostwriter. I'm not afraid to admit it. I thought that was crazy, but I've been home. My brain been turning. And so I had some pages I've been stuck on in writing this book. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up um, hiring a ghostwriter to help me kind of put some things out there that I needed to fine tune. I said, here's a topic that I'm not really strong on. Let me send this to a ghostwriter. And when I tell you, they've typed some amazing things. So stay tuned. It should be coming out soon. But so that's what I want to let people know that these items that we're talking about, I'm staying honest with myself. So stay honest with yourself. You know, I am, I do not have a strong point in writing on every single topic, but I know this is something that my audience needs to hear from. And I learned that at a conference. It was like, I went to this conference with all of this money and that was the main thing that I took away from the conference, hiring a ghostwriter. And I was like, I came all the way to Vegas to learn about yes. hiring a ghostwriter. <laughs> yes. But I did it. And when I got back, I actually 
um, initiated it, and that was in February. So, and then everything else has been happening. But those are some things that I've been working on too, as well, is completing that book that I've been working on for years and just getting it done. So. Right, and that's the thing. It's like stepping outside of your comfort zone. And this is the best time to do just that because now you can do it virtually. So if you was like me, because early on before I got into leadership, I was a typical nerdy IT dude. I wanted to sit in the corner, be left alone, give me my tasks to do for today, and just let me get it done. But somebody saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Now, it didn't come easy. I mean, I had my times, uh, you know, you get those cold sweats talking in front of people and you always want to see, especially if it's a crowd of more than 10 to 15, you're like, oh my God. I do not feel comfortable talking in front of 45, 50 something people. But those are things that you have to practice on. And this is the best time to do it. Yo, get in that mirror, sell yourself to yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself who you are and then sell yourself a product. So now you can get a visual representation of how you look when you're in front of somebody else that's out there. So look at yourself as a means of of establishing your own project. You are your own project. And what can you do to develop yourself and look at some of the steps? Like Tamika said, write it down. Some of the steps that you're going to do to better prepare yourself. Because a lot of things we're saying can't help you in an economic downturn. Now, there are some sectors that if you get into, that's not going to survive, but they can survive depending upon how you look at it and how you remote, like fitness. So let's use fitness, for instance. So gyms are closing down. So if you're one of those people, you use a personal trainer, so you use a one-on-one training, and you had a, a gym on top of it too. So now your gym is closed because people are scared. Because I'm one of those people, I'm a gym rat, and I actually did cancel my gym membership because I'm like, gym wasn't clean before I went in. Gym ain't going to be clean during COVID. I'm not getting infected. So now I got to do something different at home, which is why I do a lot of walking and stuff <laughs> at home. But the thing I've encouraged, like with some person trying I did know, I mean, one thing I have seen my wife introduce me to is that why don't you start a virtual class? So one class that we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, this lady, she was a professional personal trainer for, you know, um, athletes and stars and stuff. She started a virtual class where she holds a class for an hour. Hour-long session, 7.30 to 8.30, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you pay her $14 a month to be a part of this class. $14 a month. You think, oh, that's not a big deal. Yo, this lady had over 1,200 people sign up for this class. Now, you do the math on that, because I'm not doing it. You do the math on that. $14.99 with 1,200 people is a lot of money that she made during this pandemic. And this is just the beginning of it. Now, from there, you can say, okay, well, now I want to establish, really work on my brand. Now I want to sell some merchandise. So all those things you can grow upon. So never look at this as a means to where, okay, because it, because I did it first too, I'll be honest with you. Never look at it as a means of saying, okay, because the economy is down, nobody's going to spend. No, they are going to spend. They're just going to spend their money differently. Everybody's going to spend their money differently. So how can you capitalize off of that? So everything has become virtual. So how can you utilize the talents that you have to be done virtually? Well, I just wanted to say when you was talking about um, starting virtually and I'm listening and and thinking about what she actually um, took the next step to, let's talk about fear a little bit. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are just very, very scared you're dealing with the stress of everything that's happening around you. You're feeling uncomfortable. How many people do you think would ask their 
director, supervisor for raise at this point? How many people are afraid to walk in that office and say, hey, you know what? I've been on this job eight years. I've been working my butt off during this pandemic. Here's my numbers. Here's what I've done. Hey, I think I deserve a raise. Not every company is suffering financially. No. Not everyone is suffering financially. And we have to, even though we see a lot of um, unemployment, we see a lot of people being laid off. That's just half of this stuff is a way for people to minimize their workforce. Yes. Them to save some top dollars. You know, I just like to keep it real. Mm -hmm. So if you are one of those that's still sitting in that seat and, you know, they've just laid off 25 other people, don't be afraid to sit there and say, hey, I know we just laid off 25 people, but I've been working my butt off. Hey, um, ask for it. If they say no, you're still going to do the job. (laughs) But what if they say yes? You know what? You're right. We have looked at some numbers and we are able to give you a 2% raise or a 3% raise. Or we have this new position open. I think a lot of times we don't communicate enough our own ideas and agendas at our workplaces so that they don't even know that you're interested. So a lot of times they put a job out to the public when, and then the next person come in and you're looking like, well, hey, I could have done that job and it pays more, Mm -hmm. but you didn't speak up. So that's something that I wanted to mention when you was talking about um, the fitness guru. Like she spoke up and she said, hey, I'm still here. I have a service that I can provide and pay me for this service, even though I'm at home. And you mm-hmm. say, okay, both of us are going to sign up. So I think we have to get out of our comfort zones, um, not be able to, um, not be afraid to speak up and, you know, and let's get over our fears. And this is a good time for that. Cause I mean, a lot of people were scared beforehand, before COVID, they was afraid to ask for a raise and I'm not going to lie. I think it's a good time to ask for it now, especially with the care act that's out there. So, Hey, okay. You don't like me. You already had a layoff. Go ahead. You're going to lay me off now. That's cool. So I get unemployment on top of the $600 more they're giving me now. And with a supposed new stimulus check coming out too. So, so now, okay, now you're going to give me an opportunity to go ahead and use what I've been using for you and helping you to make money off of, to use it for myself. And then now I'm going to take this little bit of extra money to go invest more into myself. So now I can start my own company and use the skills and talents that I have that I've been giving to other corporations onto myself into the job market turnaround and I can do both of them at the same time. Yeah, fear is a, a, a fear is a drug that nobody should like to have, but it's one that we all take in every day. And it's especially now, during this pandemic, it's a time just to go ahead and try to overcome those fears. Because the virtual training classes, a lot of heavyset people don't want to go to gyms because they're worried about how they look. So, this is the perfect time to do it now at home because the only person looking at you is you yourself and your, your and I, unless you got kids and your husband out there. But they're going to be watching you because they're like, you better you better get that workout on. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, that's the thing. It's like now, virtually, so now people can see what all the IT guys have been doing for all this time because a lot of IT guys suffer from being introverts and they don't like getting face-to-face with people because they're uncomfortable with it. So now you can use this time to develop yourself. So you are an extrovert and you like talking to people. Cool. So now as opposed to talking to the 20-some people in your office, you can try to reach out and get to thousands of people. And they have platforms out there for you to learn how to do just that. So, and then, Go ahead. 
I was just going to ask you, so on a professional level, when we're looking at um, professional skills, right? What do you think are some of the skill sets that we've talked about communication, we've talked about technology. What are some other skill sets that you see even in your, maybe your current place um, of business that you think are untapped that people are not tapping into? Uh, For me, so we use, we pretty much use everything. A lot of things that I'm not going to say my company. So when I, a lot of things that a lot of companies weren't doing were, were virtual work because they didn't think that employees could work virtually because they didn't feel comfortable with you being away from that's because they like to micromanage people. So things that we, we talking about with leadership and, and communication, communication is the key. To me, I think communication helps in, in everything. And I had to learn this myself. Like I said, I was, I was an introvert. And I still am somewhere. I'm still a little bit shy. But yeah, 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 no. <laughs> You're shy. I'm so I've you. grown into being my father. My father is an extrovert. But I used to be an introvert. But um, no, so yeah, it's, I think communication is key. And not just learning how to communicate online, but not being afraid to put yourself out there. Because this is one of the things I was talking to my, my son about yesterday, because... You know, we have, you know, my, my kids, now we, are, we, we try to talk about serious matters. So he told me he had a situation where he felt, my son is in animation, he felt like he was being pressured to speak out on Black Lives Matter and things taking place in the community. So I asked him, I said, well, people say anything to you? Were they commenting on your um, social media pages? He said, no, because of the people that's out there and the things they're posting, he felt pressured to go out and make a statement. But one thing I, I, you know, I commented and I gave him courage and encouragement on was the fact that my son is an introvert. My son is just like me when I was younger. He's an introvert. I'm like, the fact that you even put yourself out there to show your drawings to people out in the, in social media to actually make videos of you putting up drawing stuff and making a comic book. I'm like, you're, you're actually doing, you're changing yourself up. So I'm like, don't allow somebody else. And this goes to off topic. Don't allow somebody else to change out who you are, but, but continue to push yourself forward. So use this time to redevelop yourself, to put yourself in an uncomfortable position, to make it a comfortable position. And you will see good things come out of that. So, to go back on what Tamika was talking about, okay, what are things that we can do now that, we're, that's, that's, that weren't being utilized before? So communication, technology. Learn about technology. Technology is your friend. Technology is a friend going forward. Everybody has to learn about technologies because one of the things I said last time, I went to a conference and one of the uh, Navy uh, general, he said, what he's seen from people in the U.S. is that we're all users. All the people here, we typically use devices, and but we don't know how they actually work. We don't know what goes into them, especially if it's not your field. So do something that's different than what you haven't done before. So one thing I say about my my wife is that before she got started doing IT work, she did uh, what did she do? I always forget one more. She, logistics or something? A uh, supply chain. She did supply chain. So I was like, you got to learn about technology. You got to, so she finally went and took a class at Georgia Tech and she went through a certification class and then she understood that it wasn't as difficult as she thought it was. So that's getting outside of your comfort zone to actually change your skill sets up. So to go again, go back to what Tamika said. So you got technology, you got communication and then talking to different people. Like get outside of your bubble. So if you see somebody out there that's doing something that you like doing, 
okay, this person might have 10,000 followers. Okay, you might not be able to reach them because they probably got a ton of people hitting them up in their DMs. But who's somebody else that's following them that's doing something similar to what they have that's got a smaller group of people following them that you can reach out to them and ask them to give you some uh, mentoring or help point you in the right direction or they can give you some, some skills that you can use to build on top of yourself. Because one thing I will say in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, when you create your bubble, it is your bubble. Operate within your own personal bubble. And then when you're walking down your path, if you see somebody else is doing something that you want to incorporate into your sub, do just that. Don't switch up what you're doing to follow in somebody else's shoes. Always take what they're doing, the good stuff about what they're doing, and build it upon your own personal ladder. Because that way, once you, if you continue down that road, you have your own skills and people will start coming to you for encouragement and people will start coming to you to learn how you did what you did to build up I don't want to say wealth because wealth can come in many different ways. But to build up who you are as an individual in your company itself. I don't know if you want to speak on that because I guess like you're going to say something. Um, well, it's building your self-worth, number one. But I was going to say, find others that push you and that will train with you. Um, the best self-development is done in the capacity with other people. So when you're spending time with people who are working on similar things as you, you will find yourself growing with them at a faster rate than if you try to do them alone. So I find myself by doing this podcast, <laughs> you're challenging me and you're pushing me um, to speak on a subject matter that I've always talked about, but you're making me even go deeper and to be more creative and to find different ways um, to speak on professional development, self-development, professional development. So it's, it makes me find other things to talk about that we may just hear all the time. So I hope that when I'm speaking to the audience that we are making you think differently other than, oh, I heard that last week on another podcast, or that's the same thing I learned in high school. No, I hope that we're challenging you to really think outside of the box and to really say, wow, I never thought about that um, before. Uh, measure your progress. Are you mm -hmm. moving into the right direction? How do you know, even if you're moving in the right direction? And I would say one of the things that you would notice when you are moving in the right direction, it feels right. Mm -hmm. You don't have to question it things start happening and opportunities start to open up when you start to position yourself differently. When you start researching and looking into things and taking classes, I'm telling you, the universe start moving. You start seeing things in your email and you're wondering, did I email somebody that? Or somebody will walk into your office and will mention the exact thing that you was just working on. So I want to say too, consistency is key. You yes. have to be consistent. You have to be deliberate. Um, as difficult as it may be to work with people, that that's something for some people. They like to be alone. They don't like working with other people. But in this world of technology, you know, it allows you to kind of hide behind your computer. Yes. Especially in the podcast world, you don't know whether or not, um, like they say in the news world, do they even have on shorts? You know, <laughs> kind of get to imagine, you know, it's almost like um, radio voices now with these podcasts. So you want to find something that's truly meaningful to you. Um, stay consistent, work on it daily mm -hmm. and practice it. And then it becomes a part of your lifestyle. Right. And that's one of the things we did see about, I'm going to use AOC now because we're in the political realm and we're in an election cycle. 
one of the things I love that AOC and if y'all don't know who AOC is, I'm sure everybody know who he is because talk about it all the time. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, one thing she was able to do, which I'm happy she did because I understood it, she let, she opened the doors up to let people know politics are not just tied to old people. Because I can't see it say old white guys. It's not just tied to old people. As long as you have a voice and as long as you have an understanding of your community and those around you, you yourself can get into politics and help create policies to better benefit your community. So this is not to talk about politics, but it's just to show you that looking at her and she challenged herself, she now opened the door for other people to to say, okay, well, if she did that, I can do the same thing too. So you're measuring your worth upon somebody else because now you can see somebody as young as her has gotten into a position especially in Congress, that you generally only see older, white, or African-Americans getting into. So I'm like, like Tamika said, so look at somebody that you can kind of see yourself, compare yourself to, and then build yourself to do up there and challenge yourself. Because I myself, I mean, I never saw myself running for office back in the day, but I complained about my neighborhood. I complained about this world. I complained about joy. And me being an analytical person, I've always done research on it. So I live in the, the, the dark, 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 dark webs. And so I saw that, my, me personally, this is me talking on myself. So once I've gone through leadership, I did our leadership classes, I've held tons of meetings, I did some motivational speakers to my team, I led teams of over 100-something people, had my own company, out doing uh, training one-on-one with individuals, and then out doing community service work. Like I said, in the last episode, I was vice president of the North Lake Georgia Pioneers. I didn't mentor youth. I'm like, it's time for me to add on to that and step and put myself out a little bit further to not only benefit that within people in my own district and not my, in my own state, but those across this country. So I challenge myself. So, I mean, even for that, okay, do I really understand the constitution? Do I understand about law and stuff? Because a lot of people can't read law. Law is like reading the Bible. And I'm not talking about New Testament. I'm talking about like Old Testament, Old Hebrew Bible. <laughs> the hymns and the dows and the 